Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. And of course, available wherever podcasts can be found, whatever app you're using. Going in raw can be found. Uh, and of course, we're on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got all sorts of bonus content over there. Five bonus episodes every single week if you're on the Patreon at the $5 a month and up. Mark, it's a great way, a great way to help support Going In Raw. Even $1 a month goes a long way here at Going In Raw, talking about all that bonus content. We also now have YouTube channel memberships. Yeah. That's at $5. A month, you get all the bonus content, and if you enjoy going in raw live every single Monday through Thursday uh, at nine, uh, around nine nine thirty Pacific, uh, you can use the custom emotes. Indeed, and uh, I guess it's been one month now since we launched channel memberships. It looks that way cause because we've seen some uh, some red slow wolf pack members here. Everybody who signed up day one, the number one YouTube channel members. They've got, yeah, like you said, the red slow wolf pack channel member badge. So that's a lot of fun. That is fun. Little tiny weird stuff that you can get a kick out of. You too can get that by becoming a member. Speaking of uh, members, we've got a couple new members. Going in raw. We got some new members. Patrons. Patrons. Uh, Yeah, patrons. I always do the members and patrons at the same time. I'll do patrons. patrons You do members. I'm a little slow today. It's on Monday. Uh, I didn't sleep well last night. New members, uh, Ryan McLeish, Blaine Birdsong. Great name. That's a great name. It is. Sir Andy Kluber, Daniel Encinas, and Mr. Dope. Mr. Dope. Also a mod. Yeah. I, if we could figure out a way to like get this stuff for free for mods, we would totally do oh, it. Oh, totally. And they deserve it. <laughs> and they do great work. We have the best mods. We should probably figure out some way to repay these people. Uh, let's see here. Uh, new patrons. Olive Joe. Garden gift cards. You know, maybe we can talk to Virgil for the hookup on all of there you go. Stuff. There you go. F money. Yeah. Joseph Smith. Cubert. <clears throat> Were you a Cubert fan? I had Cubert on the Commodore 64 back in the day. I think I liked it for a second. 
<laughs> yeah, it wasn't my wasn't my favorite. Uh, Diesel Ben Dover. I, I usually don't read out the the amount of the patron the pledges, but Ben Dover uh, is a very specific pay, amount. A dollar seventy eight per month. That's great. That goes a long way. It really does. Yeah. Thank you, Ben Dover. Thank you, Ben Dover. <laughs> and then uh, Dom's dad, five dollars. I don't know why I said the amount, but it's Dom's dad. Thank you, Dom's dad. Thank you, father of Dom. Uh, before we get started into the mess that is the WWE. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to mention this. Hmm. Uh, Come on, on. Wait, sorry. Get on with it. Did I get the Jericho? Wait, what? What? Hold on a second. What? What are you looking for? Jericho versus uh, Tanahashi. That's happening at... Uh, Okada. 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 Man, I was tripping. For some reason in my head, because I watched, unlike you, I watched Dutan Dun Taki. Evidently. Busy evidently weekend. I didn't. I, in my weekend. head, I was like, I was thinking, because there was, Tanahashi came out and said, hey, I'm coming back on like June 5th. I think he's going to Yeah. So he came out. And for some reason in my head, I had that mixed with Jericho's video which was of course after the okada match yeah fun show really good show boy yeah, that's what i heard it was a hell of a evil versus ishii was, was oh really my good. god that was really good it was one of those matches where you hurt after watching yeah it, it really hurts yeah i know I, hurts. I need to check it out a really busy weekend so the the few minutes i had in the evening hours to myself i, I just kind of didn't really do anything yeah i had not a lot going on this weekend it was awesome um i had a lot going on so there's this awesome thread on twitter okay uh, of uh, this you guy. You talk about the, the Vince stories? Kind of. <laughs> Is that going to be your lead story? Listen, listen. No, I read them all. I, I know, Well, you look at me when you say, listen, listen. What am have I you not, to expect? Do, do you, have you not understood yet that when I say, listen, I'm addressing the entire audience? You understand that there are actually people watching and listening in, Here's right? Thing. This is not just a stop. conversation between us. You looked at me when you said, listen. When someone looks at me and says, listen, I assume they're telling me to listen. This is great. Well, this, we've been if doing If you want our, our fine viewers, our friends out there. Like 10 years. If you want our viewers out there to listen, then you address that to camera, not to me. That's weird. Listen, everybody. Hey, everybody, listen. There is a, 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 an account on Twitter named Alan, A-L-L-A-N underscore uh, cheap shot. And uh, he had like this thread where it was just, it was just called crazy Vince McMahon stories. And it's great. I liked a bunch of them and I retweeted a bunch oh, of them. So fantastic stuff. you can get on my Twitter and, and, <clears throat> and take a look. Uh, but the, the thing that I took away from this most is that Vince, Vince McMahon is an absolute maniac. No, that well, that, I've known that. And I think I had heard this before, but there are several stories in here, which just Vince really loving farting. Yeah, he finds farting. It's so weird because for someone who demands control over all things, including every seemingly bodily process that happens to him, I mean, farting is a completely involuntary thing. And, and well, that's I mean, it's like it's like seventy percent involuntary. Like you have to fart. Yes. You have to fart. You could try to hold it, but at a certain point, you're going to get bloated and gassy, well, and then is 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 not comfortable. Here's the thing, though. You're I think you're kind of if I if I read you right. See, he hate. We know he hates sneezing. Yeah, sneezing is completely completely involuntary. I mean, you can, but it hurt. Like if you try to suppress a sneeze, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah. Farting, you can try to squeak it out silently. You can go in another room. You can control farts you can, for the most part. Well, here's the thing: you can make people control how they're delivered, but you can't control the process by which they're created. This, this, I, this is my, this is one of my favorites. There's two of my favorites here. I'll just read these, and you guys read the rest. 
JR once farted in a car with Gerald Briscoe, which made Briscoe start gagging and throwing up. Vince heard about that, so backstage at Raw one night, he tried to fart and make Briscoe puke. It backfired and Vince shit in his pants. And the, the best part that he had to go out for a promo <laughs> he afterwards. Had to go they, do a promo. And camera was directed to keep the, uh, the shots waist uh, like no lower than his waist. Yeah, uh, and then there's a <laughs> this one is great. A few years ago, the company had a snow cone party. Kind of weird. This was in the back lot of the TV studio, not the actual larger headquarter building everybody sees. Apparently, Vince is such a huge snow snow cone fanatic. So much so that he had a lot of them, like 10 snow cones. At one point, he got up and announced in front of everyone in his Mr. McMahon, you're fired voice that he loves snow cones. Why would weird. that's so that's so weird. He's a, such a weird guy. He's a really weird guy. He's oh, weird. It's this, like he's crazy, but he's also like a, a, a man child. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's amazing. Then here's this last one. And we'll get to the news. CM Punk told a story of when he, The Undertaker, JBL, Edge, and Vince all had to room together when they were doing tribute to the troops. What a, what a fly-on-the-wall experience that would be. Punk couldn't sleep because everyone was snoring, except for Vince, who kept laughing at his own farts. <laughs> That's amazing. What a weird dude. I feel like now as wrestling fans, we're kind of... We're, we're the, he's laughing at his own farts, so to say, and we're we're the CM Punk in this situation. Yeah. Um, if if the the farts are his TV product these days, because um, uh, woo man, they're in a world of hurt right now, and they're just throwing everything against the wall at this point. Yeah. So to let's try to get some, something to work. Let's get right into that. Over the weekend, Roman Reigns tweeted out. We'll do. We'll get more into that ex- exact story in our Raw preview. But yeah, he tweeted out that he's going to be a Raw because he had unfinished business. Uh, and then WWE. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he said he said this specifically. I'm back on hashtag SD Live, but I still have some business on Raw. I'll see y'all Monday. To which WWE official Twitter account responded, per WWE officials, SmackDown superstar Roman Reigns will not appear on Monday Night Raw this week. And then Roman Reigns responded to that. Uh, laughing emoji, laughing emoji, just have my music ready. I'll be kicking things off on Raw. Right at 8 p.m. Um, so they're, they yeah, are there, desperate. There's Roman Reigns giving the middle finger to authority. Yeah. WB's Twitter account. Yeah. And showing up on Raw because he has unfinished business. Who knows what that is? Uh, post-wrestling today or yesterday. It has a little interesting bit of news about that. Quote, Monday's episode of Raw from Cincinnati, Ohio, will likely feature several performers from SmackDown. Last week, WB postponed Monday night SmackDown house show in Corbin, uh, Kentucky, allowing for talent to be available on Raw. The decision to cancel the house show was described to me by one person because they needed talent for Raw and was not an issue with ticket sales. Um, on Saturday, Roman sent out a tweet teasing an appearance and is expected to be one of several on the show. The company is very aware of viewership trends and coming up with ideas to throw at the wall and curb that erosion. Well, that'll be interesting. Hey, we just did a superstar shakeup. Let's just have... A bunch of random people from SmackDown show up for on Raw for some reason. Uh, yeah, I mean, my thing is this: if it, this is what it needs to be. There, there's going to be uh, the Raw and SmackDown be on different networks come October. Yeah, they really need to, to, to up the intensity of this rivalry between brands. Oh yeah, like seriously. Yeah, especially leading into that. Mm-hmm. So just start that now. 
mm-hmm. have you know the six to eight or four of the top stars on SmackDown show up to Raw and like pull a, a, a Nexus debut. They just tear the the ring apart at the end of Raw or something. Say we are the best brand. We are top show. Uh, deal with it. And then further down the line, Raw can reciprocate in some fashion. Yeah. I mean, that's an idea. I don't know, man. I don't know what I, else. I, I mean, I, it's, I, odds I, are this could be a situation where a few SmackDown people show up, do something, and then we the, don't see them again. Is the main event tonight? Is the main event tonight going to be Roman versus Baron? <laughs> oh gosh, is that what they're thinking is going to be the case? I don't know. I think this. I think the the superstar shakeup left a little bit to be desired in terms oh, of yes. like the the sense of parity between the two brands. I oh yeah. I mentioned this before on the uh, SmackDown thing on SmackDown recap. Is that one of my main problems with Roman even being on SmackDown? Is that there's literally there are there there is nobody there for him to believably feud against, and we saw that we saw the evidence that on SmackDown last week when he fought the B team in a handicap match and beat yeah. them, and there was zero sense of drama. There's their tag division is a is a complete crock. Yeah, it's weird that it went from being the best tag division in the entire company to being basically non-existent. Like Shane's going to crown himself and Elias, or maybe the B team as the new tag champions, mm-hmm. but it's probably just going to be him and Elias. And I mean, if you look at the graphic they put up for the, for the, for that segment on SmackDown, WWE tweeted it out, said, which it was like a poll or something, which tag team. Oh yeah. Be? And it had like half the teams were just put together. Like Mustafa and Finn were a tag team. Yeah. It's like they had one, they've had one tag. Match. They've had a tag match that was to service a single storyline, like a singles yeah, storyline. I know. Um, so it was well, a further money in the bank. Money to further cash. money in the bank, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. So I, dude, I honestly don't know. I mean, the, what you said is is cool. Um, I, I think my my main thing is just this, and I think we're both in, in agreement on this. It, the the problem the, you can you can point to the minutia. You can point to the oh scripted promos. You can point to oh Sasha's out or there's even talent problems backstage. It all boils down to this. This is, in my opinion, the biggest problem, and this is why ratings are sinking. It's not must-watch TV because there's the storylines have almost no stakes. Uh-huh. That's the problem. It's like yep. I can enjoy – here's the thing. I can enjoy SmackDown because I like so many of the people on there, and when I see them on TV, they do good jobs. They, well, do, they, they do good at things. At least SmackDown is, of the two brands, a bit more consistent with how they uh, develop storylines. None of it is, is terribly urgent. Save for the Kofi stuff, um, and I do, Mania. and I do believe that the quality, the higher form of quality that we see on SmackDown versus Raw, I think that has to do with the fact that Vince McMahon has less time to work. Yeah, on. probably. I, I really believe. I mean, he that. has a day pretty much. But basically, you're looking at the whims of a of, a, of a seventy plus year old man mm-hmm. booking the show week to week, day to day, as opposed mm-hmm. to. You know, what we had heard from Triple H about NXT call-ups, you know, two years ago, whatever. Yeah, they wanted a, a six-month plan. Six-month plan, yeah. And for whatever reason, we talked about this over the weekend in our count-out show, which, by the way, we filmed before all the, like, the Luke Harper talent stuff yeah. um, broke. Um, we, we talked about this on that show. There is some sort of disconnect between... NXT and main roster now that didn't exist back when Finn Balor was bring, being called up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if it's Vince either. McMahon has finally stretched too thin. We're going to talk about his XFL deal here in a bit. Yeah, that's interesting too. <clears throat> Maybe he's stretched too thin. And I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I'm not there backstage. Mm-mm. There's some problem and it goes deeper than let's put Roman on raw. 
Yeah. The shakeup was three weeks ago. Yeah, I know. Like, who cares? Like, wait, he's going to show up on Raw? But he was just there a second ago. Yeah, I know. I know. And so it's not I, like when he was do on Raw on a regular basis, it was a ratings bonanza anyways. It's not going to do anything. Yeah, I know. know. I know. I know. I know. I don't understand it. It's, I it's, mean, if they want to, yeah. It's every time, it's like every time they go in the kitchen and, and cook a meal, they cut themselves. Mm-hmm. And rather than learning how to actually chop something, they just put a Band-Aid on and keep on cutting away. Did you cut yourself this weekend in the kitchen? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I just made that up on the spot. That was good. That okay, was really good. good. For a Monday? Good. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. It's on about five and a half hours of sleep. Good job. And two and a half cups of coffee. Why so little sleep? What's going on? My neck is a real piece of shit. Is it the five gin and tonics every night? No, I actually just had a, I had a couple beers last night. Before that, I haven't really drank at all. <laughs> yeah. I've cut out the drink because I felt like I was getting a little... Uh-oh. You You're know? like Steve down there, huh? That's not good. So... My goodness. Really cut down the booze. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Um... Well, that sucks. But no, that was a good metaphor there. I like that. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see how we'll see how all that works out. Probably poorly. Yeah, probably not great. Because not only uh, there's, there's two NBA playoff games going on tonight. Boy, that I, I know that Warriors and Rockets. That's and a hot series. Bucks and not Sixers. Who are the Bucks? Celtics. Play? Yes. Yeah. So you know Celtics. They draw good uh, ratings. Warriors yeah. do as well, especially when they're playing the Rockets. Yeah. Yeah, game three was good. I watched the end of that. Boy, did you watch that quadruple overtime? No, that's too much basketball. Oh, my God. 60, I think, yeah, it was like six, whatever. What's his face? Uh, that big, tall dude. Uh, they're all big, tall dudes. Uh, the big, goofy-looking guy. Jokic? Oh, yeah. From Denver, yeah. Played like 66 minutes? Yeah, man. Oh, my goodness gracious. That guy's a triple-double machine. Yeah. He's boy, like a Vlade-level interior passer. He's yeah, really good. That's good stuff. It's really good. This is the first basketball I've watched in a little while. Yeah. I've so really there's like a lot of new names. In like, fact, I, the, the Warriors-Rockets game, I watched that instead of wrestling Don Takio. I should have watched that. But it's like, I don't watch basketball in a while. Yeah. I watched it. Was, I was packing some, some comic book orders, mm. which you can get right now at friendoworkshop.com. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I was watching Dantaku versus that. Boy, yeah, hell of a hell of a thing. We'll talk about that in a second. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Speaking of Van, speaking of a van down by the river, I watched Saturday Night Live uh, this past week because uh-huh. Sandler was hosting. Yeah, yeah. Boy, their writing staff is tired or something. Oh, really? Their opening sketch was Game of Thrones versus Avengers Family Feud. It was like the most like YouTube desperate for attention crap. And it like wasn't even funny. It was like just the most obvious jokes. Oh, Expecting people have, have caught up on Game of Thrones and the Avengers. And if they haven't, they're lost, huh? Yeah. Have you caught like, up on Game of Thrones yet? Yeah, I watched last night's episode. You watched last night's episode? Uh-huh. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. 
I'm not, we're not, we can't talk about it. Did here. you watch the, the hour and a half uh, uh, battle yet? Last week's episode? Well, yeah, I didn't watch last night's and then not watch the one oh, preceding that. I don't know. That'd be a bit oddball, wouldn't it? I mean, I didn't watch th- three whole seasons, and I guess yet I'm watching this last season. Yeah, you don't really need to. That's why I've learned. Yeah. <laughs> then we're going to get lit up in the comments. <laughs> Whatever. My favorite is when I said, yeah, the episode to episode, not much happens in Game of Thrones. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. The comments just lit up. You guys don't know what you're talking about. I like it. I enjoy the show. Let me say what I want to say about it. You don't know what you're talking about. The show is a very deliberate pace. Yes, it does. It's okay. It's a slowly plotted show with with like twice in the season, maybe even just once. You get a huge thrilling battle scene. I learned that just from watching the first two seasons. Right. Otherwise, it's largely character I was kind of bored the first two seasons. Season three is when I started getting into it. Well, that dude cut that horse in half. That was crazy in the what the first season. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. That was crazy. I like the exploding oh, head of uh, the guy who ended up on Narcos, Mexico. Yeah. Anyways, pa- Pascal Pedro Pascal, I think mm-hmm. it's his name. Mm-hmm. Is he? He's he's the guy that's being the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Man, I can't wait for that. That guy's great. It's Narcos plus Star Wars plus Carl Weathers plus Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. Man, holy How is moly! That not going to be the best show ever. Win every Emmy ever. So, like I said, I watched Wrestling Dantaku. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, like I said, it was, a, it was a really terrific show. We also had the debut of newest Bullet Club member, L. Finn Balor Tasmo. Yeah. It's just literally a dude who, he's got cooler moves. Like, he does a lot of the flippy, flippy stuff. Yeah, and then he, he teabagged Will Ospreay after the match. I and that was that. awesome, too. That was pretty funny. That seems like something that, that Prince Devitt would have done back in the mm-hmm. day. This teabag See, is he, real. L. Fantasmo seems like he is he embodies... The, the real, real rock and roll spirit of the Bullet Club. Yeah, yeah, no, he does. He even has the real rock and roll the LED, LED jacket. jacket. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, just more in how he carries himself. Yeah, yeah. No, he was he was super cool. He was, uh, and when we, we, we have to clarify, he didn't actually teabag Will Ospreay. No, he used an ice bag. He used an ice bag, which yeah, when you dangle it between, yeah, it, it looks, does look like a giant blue like nut It could sack. be a scrotum, yes. <laughs> giant blue scrotum, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, coming out of that, the biggest news was, of course, Jericho uh, doing another appearance in New Japan Pro Wrestling at Dominion, a video package of Jericho putting on some makeup, played after Okada defeat Sonata, who, by the way, has a new pirate-type look. And, oh, man, he looks like a champion. I can't wait till they really start pushing him. They've been sort of like slow burn pushing him as a singles guy for a, or as like a main event level yeah, guy. Boy, oh, boy, and his match was really good. Yeah, man, he's amazing. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, he's going to uh, challenge Okada for the IWGP title at Dominion. Are we going to do a, a reaction stream to that June 9th? Yeah. That's like, is is that two weeks after we get back from Double or Nothing, or is that one week after? Two. Two, okay. All right, so at least we'll have one week, one weekend to rest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I love right. the last the last couple ones we did were great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. No, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, so, uh, of course, with Jericho showing up in New Japan again, people got talking, well, is this, is this indicative Ooh, of any sort New of... New Japan, uh, all elite confirmed. Yeah, deal. However, Wrestling Reserve Radio, Dave Meltzer goes, ah, ah. As far as any sort of partnership being struck, he says, quote, it's not an AEW booking. It's not a sign that AEW and New Japan are working together. There's no relationship and there's no change in that aspect right now. Hopefully someday there will be. But right now, that's not the case. Yeah. Which I think Jericho said that he had it written to his AEW deal that he could do New Japan stuff whenever he wanted. Yeah. As did Kenny. So, um, I, you know, I'd be... I would not be surprised, or I wasn't surprised by this announcement. I wouldn't be surprised if Kenny uh, maybe shows up at uh, Tokyo Dome, take on Kota Ibushi finally. Next year. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, we'll see. Um, 
I don't know. I, I, I kind of have nothing to add there. New Japan is so good. Mm-hmm. They don't need anybody. No. <laughs> they don't need partnerships with anybody. Although, it wouldn't hurt. Imagine if they had that G1 show going on in Dallas where the ticket sales are not good. If they had a deal with All Elite and Kenny and the Young Bucks were there, uh, I imagine there might be some more tickets moved for that particular show. That's just speculation on my part. I don't, I, I wouldn't, I, I think you're completely right about that. Um, Quality of the wrestling, New Japan's top notch. Can't argue with that. New Japan is just top notch. Yeah, man. It's just, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's, it, honestly, like it had been a while since I watched like a full show and it's such, such a breath of fresh air. I know. Like the commentary, Gino Gambino is my new favorite Bullet Club member, by the mm-hmm. way. His commentary mm-hmm. was so great in the first part of the show. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it is, it's a breath of fresh air. I just... I mean, I know New Japan has their Ring of Honor arrangement, which seems to benefit Ring of Honor far more oh, yes. than New Japan. I really love Jeff Cobb in uh, New Japan. He yeah. was in uh, one of the early matches, like one of those, like a six-man tag or something. Well, he was in the he was the main event of, or was the main event, or the the, the co-main event of the first night. Oh, okay, was he okay? Yeah, he defended the never open weight title against Taichi. Oh, okay, that makes sense then. Okay. Like the main event was uh, Dragon Lee and uh, 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 Ishimori. Okay, all right. I didn't watch any of that, um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'll look. It'll be very interesting. It, a lot of stuff because All Elite hasn't. They're on the verge. We're what twenty days out from them running. Yeah, or nineteen, 19 days, days out days, yeah. from them running their actual first thing. You know, if you don't consider All In uh, their first event, which I kind of do. Um, so and then you know we're still uh, six months away from them showing up on television. Mm-hmm. So you know we're, we still haven't figured out exactly what they're going to look like, and I, I would imagine that New Japan uh, would probably just say, "Hey, you know, we want to see what you guys are going to look like first. And I don't know, maybe they're maybe they're kind of like, "Hey, you know, we've moved on from the elite era of New Japan, yeah. and we don't want a part of that. Like maybe they just maybe That's they don't. Entirely possible. I don't know. Maybe they they want to go out and and, and and forge their own identity. Yeah, yeah. Completely apart from what the elite did in New Japan, and that's that could uh, be. That's, that's a fair deal, man. But I think it's great. I mean, this is going to be great. Jericho versus Okada. Who oh heck yeah, want man. That? That's going to be fantastic. That and then I guess Naito. I mean, that's where all my confidence points are going to go. Oh, Okada winning. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Um, that I guess Naito and Ibushi again for the Intercontinental Titles going down Dominion that'll be great. The match at G One Super. That's Course right. Game. Yeah, yeah. That challenge was was laid out and accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. I'm trying to think of other things that happened. I almost feel like Jericho. No, I guess not. Ali mm. wrestling is not going to affect New Japan booking because I feel like Jericho kind of needs a win over Kenny then going into Dominion if he's going to look like a, a quality challenger for Okada. But then against Jericho. So I guess it doesn't really matter. What didn't Kenny won the first one, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, he'll to- they'll go one on one. Yeah. Jericho will totally probably win that. I don't know. I would I would think that's that's more to do with with uh, the storylines and all elite. Yeah. Well, Jericho's the biggest name. If you're if you're appealing to people who might not be totally, here's something to consider too. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead. Jericho showed up at that indie show over the weekend. Yeah. And Omega came out and laid him out too. Yeah. Omega stood tall on the go home. Oh no, you're not saying all elite is going to adhere to the math. Is that universal case, math? Or I think WWE it is. I think math? in this case, yes. Wow. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, Jericho wins at a double or nothing. But no, Jericho's like he's like a big, big, big name Obviously, to like yes. many, many, many people. Yeah. And so having him beat Kenny, I think. I mean, you know, he already he already lost Kenny. He can mm-hmm. he can beat Kenny. 
Kenny would be fine with that. And they'll have a... Maybe well, some shenanigans. They'll along. have a rubber match. Yeah, there you go. Where Kenny can go over the, the third time. That's all good stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm Anyways, mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about this it's XFL crap I don't really care about. I know you don't care about it. The TV deal is kind of weird and interesting. Anyways, uh, now it's this morning, courtesy of a press release, that uh, Vince's new XFL ventures found themselves some TV partners. And uh, the arrangement is actually kind of surprising. So every XFL game will air on either broadcast or cable television. Which, considering that uh, the AAF, another uh, uh, spring football league, that actually had some sort of relationship with the NFL, mm-hmm. which folded halfway through the season. Yeah. Um, considering that just happened, yeah. the XFL managed to get itself a TV deal, not just on cable, but also on broadcast TV. Um, there's be some Thursday games, but by and large, the games will all air Saturday and Sunday afternoons. The season starts February 8th, 2020. Championship game, April 26th. And the press release is what Vince had to say about the deal when he wasn't giggling about his own farts. Mm-hmm. Quote, we are thrilled to partner with ESPN and Fox Sports. Oh, I didn't mention that the games are going to be on Fox, Fox Sports 1, ABC, and ESPN. Anyway, continuing with Vince's statement here. We are thrilled to partner with ESPN and Fox Sports, two innovative media companies with extensive experience in world-class football production that will undoubtedly help us reimagine football. The XFL broadcast schedule provides us with those incredible reach and makes it easy for fans to watch our games consistently every weekend. Uh, Sports Business Daily adds, quote, the networks are not, not paying a rights fee. Ah. But ESPN and Fox are picking up production costs, which generally amount to about 400000 per game, sources said. As part of the deal, the networks will sell ads around the game. The XFL will handle sponsorships at the venue. So XFL is not making any money directly from this TV arrangement. They're just getting on TV. Well, they're getting free production costs. Yeah, pretty much. Which is far less than they would be getting in any sort of rights deal for broadcast. Yeah. But then the networks are going to sell ads on the show. I'm guessing they're, recu- they're going to recoup their production costs. Is, wait, is the only money XFL getting besides... From sponsorships. That's, the, that's what I'm getting. This is going to fail. Well, from a financial <laughs> standpoint, yeah. This is going to crash and burn, man. Uh-huh. I mean, look at that. You didn't learn anything the first time around. No. Maybe, I mean, maybe it'll, hopefully sooner than later... Look, let's just best case scenario. It it does the same thing. A A F. What is it called? A A F. A A F does crash and burns two months from now. Yeah, and or whenever it starts, two months into the season. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, maybe he can refocus on WWE, and maybe it'll be better. I mean, it it, it does seem to be like a, a, a correlation in the declining quality of WWE and. In the dawn of the new XFL. Maybe. I haven't charted a graph or anything. Well, I mean, the timelines aren't too dissimilar. Yeah, seemingly. Like, the ratings have cratered. I don't know if it's if it's uh, coincidental or, or there's causality there. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Who knows how much work he's or, actually dedicating to the XFL, apart from selling stock and funding the whole venture. I mean, I would think at least every day he'd have a couple emails he has to deal with. Probably, yeah. I mean, that's always on his head. Like, but he's got Andrew Luck's dad that's happening. He's like the president of the league. That's cool. I mean, the the... Like, you know, for example, over the past uh, two weeks, I've had my water heater on my on my mind. Yeah. It's got me a little distracted. I don't feel like you've, 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 you haven't brought your, your A game, though, while you're here in the office. Internally, I kind of feel like I have not brought my A game no. because right. it's just on my mind. All right. And then I got it replaced on Friday mm-hmm. successfully, smoothly. Shout out to Iverson Plumbing. Yeah. For both of us because yeah. he knew who you were. Yeah, we've, we've used them quite a bit. And uh, Gokin Sons uh, Electric uh, here in Sacramento. Shout out to them. They do great jobs. 
and uh, and they did a great job with my house. Now I've got a water heater. Cold water, shut down. Now well, you need water, cold water sometimes. Uh, yeah, but if I don't need it and I need the water to be hot. Yeah. Pff, All right. Done. So the cold water is not shut down, just the, the hot water activated. <laughs> no, nah, man. I that wasn't even the issue. It wasn't like you weren't without hot water, right? You just had a leak. No, everything was great. I just had a, I had a, the, the drain on the outside of my house was, was leaking out, which meant there was a problem with the pressure valve, apparently. Mm. You don't want to mess with that because that shit could blow up. Yeah. <laughs> shoot hot water everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't mess with that at all. So my hot water heater successfully installed. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Anyways, let's do a raw preview. Oh, all right. We're let's see how ready. much how much panic there is in these raw previews. Man. Oh, there's a lot. I feel like at least three of these Vince wrote himself. I'll kick it off. All right. Roman Reigns says he will appear on Monday Night Raw this week despite WWE's official response that he will not. <laughs> no, that he won't. That he will not. That he won't. That he will not. Same won't. thing. No, but it's just funny that the, the, the headline for this is <laughs> that sentence. That he won't. Roman says he be there, but WWE says he won't. <laughs> he won't. WWE's official response is no, you won't. Uh-uh. Yeah. WWE officials have learned uh-huh. of Roman Reigns' desire to appear on this week's Raw. <clears throat> but as of now, and due to his obligation as a SmackDown Live superstar, he will not be appearing on Monday Night's show. We just heard they canceled the house show. He has no obligations. Reigns proclaimed Saturday morning via Twitter that he had, quote, some business on Raw and that he would return to the Red Brain this Monday. However, WWE responded saying that that will not be the case. Reigns then fired back, saying he's still intended on kicking the show off despite WWE's response. What a game of chicken that is. Yeah, I know. It's all taking place over Twitter. Uh, all about the money. That's also a big problem. So much of their shit takes place on Twitter. I know. I am so close to just canceling Twitter anyways because it's a cesspool. Mm-hmm. I can't because it's, you know, it's kind of integral to our job. Yeah, we kind of need to at least be have a presence on there. Yeah. Uh, Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, Ricochet, all four have a chance to become the new Mr. Money in the Bank. And while it may seem like alliances and rivalries are starting to form, keep in mind, we have a long way to go. It's all like really stream of consciousness nice type stuff. Yeah. For instance, Strowman and Ricochet were pretty chummy this past week, but it's hard to imagine the monster among men putting a temporary partnership over its quest to once again become Mr. Monster in the Bank. And while Matt... And while McIntyre and Corbin are at loggerheads... That's not what the sentence reads. Please read it verbatim. Sorry, while McIntyre at Corbin... (laughs) Sounds like a town in the United Kingdom. (laughs) It does! Where are you going to? Oh, there's a pub over in McIntyre at Corbin. All right, loggerheads. It's possible each will take an enemy of my enemy is my friend view of things. This is a new writer. If it gets them closer (laughs) to the contract, the point is, take nothing for granted. Is that the point? Okay, because I wasn't sure exactly. Clashing styles. It's been a while since we it had been a while since we saw the AJ Styles who showed up during Raw's Universal Title Match contract signing, brash, cocky and ruthless. And it's pretty clear Seth Rollins wasn't quite expecting him either. As evidence, witness the phenomenal forearm that left the Beast Slayer in splinters after taking a trip through a table. With two weeks to go until Rollins defends his prize in the first time ever matchup. Boy, this is a new writer. Styles, oh, it really is. Style, someone, someone got a new job. Styles is firmly in the... Or somebody had something added to their plate. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Styles is firmly in the driver's seat and maybe in the champion's head. If the architect wants to keep up, a response will be required. All right, this next one sounds like it was written by Vince. You, you shave my back. Okay, so the headline shouldn't have been that. The Revival shave each other's backs in the shower. 
but the mildly embarrassing footage obtained by the Usos was still enough to unman the top guy yeah, when all was said and done. The Usos now have a psychological edge in this young rivalry. Don't know how. And in order to catch up to their rivals, the former Raw Tag Team Champions have to either develop thicker skin or finish out their business between the ropes in a way that couldn't they couldn't this past week against Ryder and Hawkins in what was otherwise a very impressive performance. In other words, this could be the beginning of a whole new revival or the first humiliation of many. The choice is up to them. I mean, them. there isn't even any subtlety there. They're saying either sign, sign new contracts or, or be humiliated. Yes, is exactly what they're saying. That's not even subtle. No, and why are they worried about humiliating the revival when they still have a year on their deal instead of focusing on the quality of their damn show? Why wouldn't they want to like wine and dine? Does Vincent know how like whining and dining? No, works? he likes snow cones, Steve. I love snow cones. <laughs> do you like? Do you even like snow cones? Can you even put up with snow Me? cones? Uh, they feel good if it's a if it's like there's a mild amount of of sugar uh, syrup in it, and it's like 105 out. That's the only time the snow cones. But it's are like really a really acceptable. fleeting thing. Like it, within a minute, if it's really hot, especially. That's just like like you know like sugary water. Yeah, and there's no pleasure to be gained from that. Yeah, I'm not huge on them. I'll be yeah. I'm, I'm with when you. I was 12 or like eight. Hey, yeah, sure, snow cones, great. Yeah, but once you get into your 20s, that seems like something you should move past. I think I liked making them with the home snow cone machine. Yeah, that's always a blast. Get the thing and you start turning it. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. Uh, I like that. Uh, but I, I guess you're right. I've, I've, it's been a while since I've had one. Like. If it's really hot, you have it and you get brain freeze and then and like then your mouth melted. is like super cold and then it just goes away. So you don't really get any refreshment from it. No, especially if there's too much of the syrup on there and then you just, it's just too sugary. There's no ah, refreshment to be gleaned. Why do you think Vince loves them so much? Try well, is it snow cones or is it shaved ice? Because those are different things. Well, this says specifically snow cones. That's maybe he just likes the the chewing on the ice. It's a pressure release. <laughs> yeah, for it. It's like it's like a dog and a bone. Maybe. Yeah. Mysterious ways is the next one. It's Mysterio us ways. By the way, holy crap! Speaking of Mysterio, that new Spider-Man Homecoming oh, I watched, trailer. I watched it with no uh, audio. <laughs> Sometimes you're. I've known you for like twenty years. You're the weirdest fucking. Dude here, right here's now. the thing. Because <laughs> I. What do you want? An airplane? No, I saw some Twitter back and forth. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And then uh, it was on my Twitter timeline. Um, I was up early in the morning. I don't want to wake anybody up by playing with the audio, so I just watched it with no audio. Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah, everybody was sleeping. I just turned that thing on. So is Jake Gyllenhaal a good guy in this movie? He seemed to be well, friendly with Spider-Man. Yeah, obviously he's not. But the trailer isn't going to lead you to believe that. Well, I know Mysterio's a villain in the comic yeah, books. he's a bad guy. No, he's totally going to be a bad guy. Why are they trying to fool me? Oh, because it sets up mystery and intrigue for the trailer. Who's that giant? What's that giant being? That might be Is that Sandman. Sandman. Why was he on fire but at one then, point? But I think there were like a couple other giant sort of elemental beings as well. Yeah, one was on fire. Yeah, or made of fire. Yeah. Sandman, as far as I know, was never on fire or made of fire. I'm not as big a Marvel nerd as I am a DC nerd, so I don't know. I like Spider-Man, okay. I did when I was a kid. Well, the thing that I liked about this is that it's so directly tied into Endgame. Like, they literally had to do a Tom Holland. And why he didn't do it kayfabe with his American accent. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there was a disclaimer at the beginning. The yeah. disclaimer, yeah. If you haven't seen Endgame. Well, they said today, like, the embargo on spoilers was up. I think the Russos said that, yeah. Yeah. They said that it's cool to do that. But still, they want to be. They're just trying to be just be cool. I guess. No, that's fine. I have no problem with it. I'm just 
I liked it. It was heavy on the the you know, the grieving. I'm not going to talk about it. All right, let's do this. I know the spoilers are up, but I know there's some people I know I haven't let's seen. Do this yet. mysterious ways business. All right. <clears throat> United States champion Samoa Joe thought he had Rey Mysterio in the bag when they squared up for a rematch of the WrestleMania 35 quickie that saw Joe defeat his opponent in a minute flat. Surprise! Mysterio defeated the Samoan submission machine in a non-title match, leaving Joe shaken in the ring and Rey's son Dominic beaming from ear to ear, ear to ear. Of course, while a win doesn't guarantee anything for the ultimate underdog, his use of the hands across the waist taunt atop his son's shoulder, the discount double check. Why do they call yeah. it a discount double yeah. check? Says it all. Number one, there's a lot of hyphenated phrases in here. Yeah. Uh, totally new writer. It's a mess. Uh, he wants the title, and now he's got a case for the championship for a championship bout. That's completely off subject. You noticed the uh, the Starbucks cup in, Ga- cup in Game of Thrones yeah, last night? It was night. awesome. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. Cool. It wasn't even like... I really just wish that there was some marker writing, you know, know, whatever the PA's name is that ran that particular errand. Yeah. No, I wish it was like, uh, like either Daenerys or Khaleesi was written on that cup. I think it'd been awesome. I know. I know. Like somebody, in Westeros, there is a Starbucks somewhere. Yeah. Somebody, somebody tossed out a meme today where Queen of Dragons on there. It said, it said, uh, whatever it was Khaleesi of Stormborn or whatever. Yeah. And then like everything else she says written on it in marker. And then right next to another cup, it's just Jon Snow. <laughs> It's good uh, stuff. I'm glad that you're caught up on Game of Thrones, man. It's good. No, I'm missing three whole seasons. No, you're caught up. You're caught up. You're good. Uh, I mean, you might not be able to appreciate some of the longer, slow burn relationshipy stuff. Yeah, that's, that's, but, that's for sure. But I'm glad that you're because you usually you're kind of just old grumpy guy. Like 20 years from now, everybody's going to be in self-driving cars and you're going to be like, I want to do this. I want to drive my own car. I like driving. Yeah, but everybody else does it. Just do it. No. Yes. I'm not going to do something because everybody else does it. Ah, you're so annoying. I like driving. I will drive. It's my choice. Hey, am I going to take some of the, am I going to take the wheel at all on the way to Vegas? No, I'm going to drive the whole time. Can I drive like a couple hours? No. I get sick in your car. And wait, am I, my new one? Yeah. Pretty much any car that you've ever had. Really? Yeah. I feel uneasy and I don't know why. This episode is made possible by PWC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net-zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Weird. Yeah, I know. Uh, Maybe I'll sit in the back. Is that weird? That's going to make you feel more sick. Yeah, I know. Maybe it won't, though. I never tried sitting in the back in your car. Well, no, that's not true. When Jeff was in it. Yes. He usually sat in the front because he's tall. Yes. Uh, Next, a lady in a man's world. Now this is more like it. After weeks of jaw jacking and sneak attacks, Lacey Evans dropped the mic and came at Becky Lynch in an all-out brawl that instantly moved the lady of WB from upstart Again, more hyphenated stuff. Upstart cheap shot artist to legitimate contender. Now Evans has some more. Oh my gosh. Has some honest to goodness wind in her sails heading into her Raw Women's Championship match. And with it, the chance to take advantage of the chaos and claim one of the Irish woman's treasures for her own. The man, meanwhile, finds herself with a challenger she may have underestimated or at least misjudged. And given that Charlotte Flair has been getting the better of Lynch on the blue side, 
Becky no belts is a very real possibility. Real. Raw airs Monday at 8, 7 central on USA. I feel like, uh, uh, oh, shoot, there's an episode of Seinfeld. I can't remember what it was. What are you talking about? Like, this particular blurb specifically reminds me of something that Kramer read or did. Gosh darn it. No, it's Jerry. Sorry. I got to think about that. All Anyways, right. continue. Try to figure it out. I can. I hear part of the line and see his look on his face. Before we take questions, we've got some mail. You can send us Anyways. mail. P.O. Box 1814 Anyways, Orange Vale, Larry David's doing uh, the blurbs on WB.com these days. Yeah, now this is more like it. After weeks of jaw jacking and sneak attacks, Lacey Evans. Yeah. My Larry David is not great. I just start going into Bernie Sanders. Yeah, you sound more like Bernie. Bernie. Who is this from? Doesn't say. Oh. No say. I'm sure there's a letter inside. Hopefully. That's uh, quite a oh. huge box. Indeed, oh, there is a letter. On top, letter. Chase Covington. Thank you, Chase. Lord Chase Covington. Yes. Here we go. De- Dear Stephen Larson, I have been a fan of you two since college and appreciate all the content you two provide. This package contains my complete wrestling collection, mostly TNA wrestling and indie memorabilia. I have a new P. Desperado arriving. Wait, what? I have a new P. Desperado arriving any day now. Oh, a little kid. Oh, wow. Arriving any day now, and there are some things in my life I must part with. I hope you two enjoy and appreciate the gifts I must part with. I hope you two keep making videos for many years to come. Too sweet and a hearty handshake from a huge fan. Chase Covington. Thank you, Chase. I read him in the voice of Zodiac Killer. It's good. Holy crap. A lot of stuff going on in here. He said TNA stuff. I wonder if that shirt, that AJ shirt, looks like it's a... Uh... Man, nobody bought that shirt. Printed on it with There is an seed. AJ Styles TNA oh, uh, DVD. Oh, cool. I can catch up on his work in TNA. Holy crap. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Royal Rumble. Wow, VHS. 2004 VHS. Wrestling Society X. This is the second copy of this we have. Actually, it's the third. <laughs> there is a t-shirt in here. This is a well-worn t-shirt. Oh, wow. What is this? Oh, it's autographed. Oh, my God. It's an autographed TNA like shirt. Everybody from TNA. Everybody from TNA. Gee whiz. Signed Jeff, autographed Jeff Hardy action figure. Oh, that's cool. Amazing Red. Oh, that's cool. The recently retired Amazing Red. That's right. Legends action figure, the phenomenal AJ oh, Styles cool. signed. Wow, X Division really cool. champion. Ring of Honor's greatest rivalries. Oh, wow. neat. That's cool. Ring Snow of Honor's and Loki. Stars of Honor. Cool. We got a lot of watching to do. Another DVD. TNA. Uh, the best of Christopher Daniels' oh, wow. TNA. TNA, the best of the Asylum years. Who signed that? Signed by somebody. Matt Morgan autograph figure. And then a battle pack. Oh, cool. <laughs> Mr. Anderson and Kurt Angle That's battle awesome. pack. awesome. Thank you so much, Chase. It's all autographed. Thank you, cool. Chase. And uh, good luck yes. with having the little one. Yes. All right, let's answer some questions. First, Timothy Baker, what are your all's thoughts on AEW? It's tops, man. Uh, <laughs> you're such a geek. Uh, I, 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 I'm glad that they're sort of kicking. Uh, they would be in the butt. They're they're stirring things up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a. I'll wait and I'll wait 
till they they, they put out a couple anything, weeks of TV. Anything that gives wrestlers more leverage to make more money. Yeah, that's always great. good. As far as a product, we don't really have much of. We don't really have anything yet, so we don't. We'll all find all out. we have to go on is is all in, and that was a fun show. Yeah, it was a fun show. I'm I'm really looking forward to Double or Nothing. Yeah, I'm very much good. looking forward to that. It's gonna be good. Uh, the the Spoofex Experience. You guys got any interest in CMLL? Some of their stuff lately has been amazing. Would recommend the recent Arena Mexico show with Volador uh, Ultimo Guerrero versus Cavernario and Titan was very good. I've always been yeah, interested in check checking it out. it out. I'd love to. I just time is time is precious, man. I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Quoth Raven seventy nine close to decoding Bray Wyatt's hidden message. He said on Twitter that he he had like extra sentences and a bunch of promos in twenty fifteen. I think. I saw one tweet that somebody put together had something about uh, Satan is my name or Lucifer or something like that. But I don't know. I I, I leave that to other people to chase yeah. that down. Yeah. Well, they can, they can decode that cipher. Mm-hmm. New member, Josh Little. Thank you, Josh. Uh, let's see here. Tom Talks Rubbish. Favorite Shield tag match. Probably against the Wyatt family at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, I can, I can get behind that. DJ Booty Dan says... As I've said, Vince is a 10-year-old boy stuck in a 75-year-old man body. Kind of seems that way. Uh, Gilberto Ariano, three weapons and zombie apocalypse. No guns. No firearms. Three weapons for zombie apocalypse. Sledgehammer. Steel chair. Ladder. Like a a sword. I want a katana. Mm. Did you say a ladder? Yeah. That's interesting. I was using wrestling weapons. Oh, did it have to be wrestling? Weapons? No, oh, I just okay. made it that way. Well, yeah, katana, uh, b- uh, crossbow. Crossbow, that's yeah. good. Bazooka, it's not a gun. That, yeah. RPG, definitely not a gun. Well, I mean, yeah, that's good for a big mass of them. Sure, mm-hmm. that could work. Mm-hmm. Uh, message retracted, thank you. Nice. Dom L, he's missing Raw for Batman Returns in the theater. That's cool. I heard that uh, Batman 89 was showing up in theaters, but I don't know. I didn't really look to see if anywhere around here has it. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Thomas, who's your favorite right now to win best of Super Junior? Who's going to be the Super Junior this year? Let's see here. Best of Super Juniors. Dragon Lee said his next challenger was going to be Desperado. Here we go. Confirm lineups. Let's see here. All right. Uh, let's see here. You got the Gucci, Tiger Mask, Rocky Romero, Shoyo, Will Ospreay, Ishimori. Uh, is, who won last year? Was it Ishimori? Who won last year? Uh, no, it was. Bayushi. Flip Hiromu? Gordon, Titan, Marty Scroll. I think it was Hiromu. Hiromu won it last year. Did he? Okay. Dragon Lee. Hiromu. Yeah, the finals were Hiromu and, and, uh, and, and Ishimori. Jonathan Gresham, Bandido, Shingo Takaki. It's either going to be... Here, scroll for a sec. I mean, I feel like it's... Maybe Will? It seems like an easy pick, though. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, I know. I honestly don't know. I haven't really been keeping. I haven't really been keeping tabs enough. Mm-hmm. Like you, you would think that Show and Yo would probably cancel each other out, but I don't. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. 
Because Bushi know. and Takagi have been... Because having it either show they or have, Yo... They've been having a feud with Show and Yo. That would... I mean, even even having one of those guys win would really elevate them as a team because it would really make one guy stand out from the other and vice mm-hmm, versa. Mm-hmm. So that'd be kind of cool. I'm kind of... I'm rooting for uh, Phantasmo because I think uh, he's... You just like Finn Balor. Well, I do like Finn Balor yeah. a lot. Yeah, but it was a nice touch doing the 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 ice bag oh, tea yeah, bag yeah, yeah. on Will Osprey. That won me over. El Fantasmo. That won me over. Uh, Jay Sean Lawrence is it too late for Fox to back out of this train wreck. No contracts have been signed. Uh, no turning back now. I mean, we don't know. You know the the minutia of the contract. Maybe if they dip below a certain level, I suppose it's possible. You know, maybe they can get out of it somehow. I don't Another know. Another message retracted. Mr. Michael Law, thank you. Jamie, thank you. Cody Miles, would Vince find raw ratings a problem if he realized last week's ratings equal TNA at its height? That was a long time ago, though. Uh, Luis Vasquez, big fan, second favorite wrestling podcast. Thank you, Luis. Thank you very much. I'm going to head over to Twitter. Aaron Kilborn, thank you. Rex Riot, thank you. BreakingController.com. Alistair Black should beat Demon Balor, yay or nay. Uh, yeah, Pff, yay, absolutely. Alistair Blank, three many times. Yeah, let's have three matches. I'll win all of them. Tom talks rubbish. Favorite Batista match, man. His match with Triple H at Mania was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was also really long. It was really long. Was a Triple H match. I don't know if I have a favorite Batista match. I really don't know. Uh, WrestleMania 30, Orton, Daniel Bryan, yeah, Batista. That was good. I mean, I think the, I his, like this last one. You can tell he's just having a good time. Yeah, that's good too. His Mania. Triple H match was crap, but then apparently the one after that was okay. Was it like Backlash? They had a decent match? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It seemed like he was having fun this this last year, so I enjoyed it. Patrick Sparks, the B-Man. What call-up from NXT would benefit the most if they were put into a program with Reigns right off the bat? Does it mean uh, a a superstar that has just been called up or one that is, is yet to have been called up? Adam Cole, that's the answer. Adam Cole. Yeah, I was going to say the Undisputed, undisputed era. era. Absolutely. Uh, Greg Morris, what two wrestlers would you like to see host a show a la Wayne's World? Mm. Boogan Hagen and Matt Riddle. Oh, wow. What a great answer. That's a good one. Uh, let's see here. Drew, would this be a good move to fix the ratings issue? Vince splits the backstage slash creative team into Raw and SmackDown and tells them to legitimately compete with each other, offering bonuses and other compensation for good performance. That would only work if he washed his hands of creative entirely. Yeah, exactly. If he walked away and said, you know, whatever you got, you know, each team has a head guy who ultimately makes a final decision. Mm-hmm. But Vince makes the ultimate final decision, so. Um, D minor, after listening to something to wrestle, does Vince hate showing off popular new talent because he thinks they will fail? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he puts them in really bad situations and to kind of, you know, hey, sink or swim. Mm-hmm. Show me what you got. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the case. Me. I used to think that was the case with Triple H and Roman, or maybe Vince Triple H and Roman, how mm-hmm. Roman's, you know, he had to go through Triple H crotch chopping left and right to yeah. figure out a way to get around it. I don't think he ever did because that match sucked no. at WrestleMania yeah, it was 32. Not good. 
the four inch Fox, if you had to hit a reset button on WWE and build it back up, where would you start? I mean, the superstar shakeup is supposed to be the reset button. Kind of, yeah. That's supposed to be the deal. Yeah. I would just do that better and then start laying. Look, it's going to be a process. It's not going to be an overnight thing. And they think that they could just like. I know. I know. They think there's just one cure-all that's going to make the show popular again. It's Tim Morris, how many subscribers do you think they'd have if WWE could actually put on a decent product? I don't think it'd differ that much. I think that. Oh, for the network? Yeah. I, don't I think really don't think it'd differ that much. I think the TV ratings would be higher if the creative was interesting. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, do you think the fact that WWE made Money in the Bank the first pay-per-view after Mania and just announcing the competitors for the matches rather than having qualifiers show that WWE doesn't view Money in the Bank as the fifth big pay-per-view like the fans do? Yeah, um, I thought it was an interesting bit of scheduling because initially the first, there's supposed to be a, a show in Saudi Arabia at the very beginning of May. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks later would have been Money in the Bank, which would have been weird and kind of interesting. I think in general, the fact that there isn't like, do they do an access for? They do an access for the big four. Mm, they do it for Survivor Series. No, they don't. No, and they haven't for SummerSlam. The Rumble this year is the first time I think they did access Another for Mania. What are other show. signifiers for big four? Length of show, uh, having them in a large venue. Mm-hmm. Although Survivor, Survivor Series, Series, not necessarily the case. Yeah, but I think that's kind of the goal is to have the four major shows all in. Baseball or football stadium. And we're still awaiting Triple H. Announcing where the takeover, next takeover is going to take place. That was yep. supposed to be today. It's supposed to be on his social media. And there is still nothing. nothing. And then, of course, as soon as we wrap up the stream. Yeah, it'll be announced. It'll be our, it'll our be announced. non-news for overrun. Mr. Triple Mania, Juan Guerrero Jr. Uh, what do you guys think about Cody's recent amazing promo where he says his match at Double or Nothing is not about killing Dustin Rhodes. It's about killing the Attitude Era. Um. I thought it was. I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tim Morris, Roman's unfinished business on Raw tonight is beating up Corbin, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's yeah, exactly probably. what it's going to be. Uh, CM Perry, since All Elite is apparently cross-promoting with New Japan for Dominion, that'll actually be interesting. If there is actual some cross-promotion, yeah, you know, beyond just uh, Jericho being there, yeah. Book who you would like to see signed to All Elite. Wrestle at Dominion. So who on their roster would you like to see then wrestle at Dominion? Lucha Brothers, man. Lucha oh Brothers. God. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be something else. I've seen haven't seen them in New Japan. That'd be fun. That's a good one. Pac in the best of super juniors. That'd be solid. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Like to mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then of course, obviously, private party. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Hottest new actor. Private Party versus Rapongi 3K. <laughs> Who's got the bigger party? Yeah. Well, Private Party smaller because of Private Party. Private Party, yeah. But Rapongi 3K, they're good too. Yeah. They have the producer. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll, we'll end on this one. Uh, Chris Kimmel. What's your take on what Booker T said about Sasha and what Chris Jericho said? Oh, I didn't see what Chris Jericho said about Leo Rush. What did he say about Leo Rush? Don't recall. Chris Jericho, Leo Rush. Leo Rush. Booker pretty much said, don't make a scene, essentially, about Sasha. He said, just uh, collect your paycheck. Essentially. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And I would never I would never disagree with anything Booker T has to say about the industry because he's Booker T. But that being said, 
if somebody's creatively unsatisfied, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell them to put their head down and just collect their paycheck. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't say that either. Uh, so here we go. This is coming to you from uh, Se Scoops. Chris Jericho has God dang it ads. Here we go. Chris Jericho recently responded to a fan who was defending Leo Rush over some issues that have been reported. Uh, let's see here. Let's take a look at this interaction here between Jericho and fan. Oh, uh, he said uh, key statement there is if I was a big star in the WWE, you're not. So you don't know the respect and dedication you need to make it in WWE. I never once made a young guy carry my bags, but I was shown respect every day. To disrespect the vets in any way is taboo in our business. Hmm. Yeah. The fan deleted his tweet because who wants that headache in their mentions? I know. So, yeah. Well, again, we're not wrestlers. So don't plan to be one ever. <laughs> don't want to be one. I wake up with a stiff neck. Imagine how I felt if I actually wrestled. Oh my goodness. You're going to take one of those. I saw, what was it? Like a top rope, second rope tombstone from Pac. No, thank you. <laughs> no. Or the top rope Falcon arrow. Yeah. The top rope Falcon arrow. That's what it was. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> That's horrible. That's horrible. Looked like a hell of a match though. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Private party versus, well, they're both in AEW. It says the Joel, the new Punisher. Says private party versus best friends. That's something we're gonna get because yeah. they're all likely to get that. Yes. Yeah. They're all an all elite. Yeah. They're all elite. Yeah. My goodness gracious. Uh, all right. So I think that's good for a show. Yeah. What are we gonna do? We know what we're gonna talk about Nova. I'll figure something out. Yeah. We're gonna be on Triple H Watch. Of course. Yeah. Anyways, thanks everybody. We appreciate it. It's been a good show. Yeah. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.